Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Happy Hour Podcast. Of course, I'm Ray. This is Matt. We're being joined by one of the other War Pigs, Blood. First time he's been here since moving out to South Carolina. And Blood, how how's South Carolina treating you, man? Like, it's been super, super, like, ass hot here. And I can ass only hot. imagine that South ass, Carolina is literally ass hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, like, the ass sweat is... Yeah. Uh, my parents were just here, and they said that it's about the same here it is, as it is down there. It hasn't gotten super hot yet, but... Really? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be. Actually, when we first got here around the springtime, yeah. um, it was friggin' horrible. Like with the... Um, During spring? With, yeah, with this pollen and the freaking allergy stuff. Yeah. There was like rivers of pollen on the street. <laughs> we, we may be hot, but we would probably never be as hot as what it is in Saudi Arabia. Apparently, today, <laughs> I got an email. I got an email today and it pretty much said that your podcast is trending and I forgot what the company was right off the gun. Your podcast is ranked 156th in comedy. Yeah, 156th in comedy in Saudi Arabia. And I'm just sitting there and I'm reading this and I'm like, you know, this person's probably trying to sell me a service. I will take this. Yeah, I will take deliveries. And, and that's the thing. And, and, if, and if Saudi Arabia, if this is legit, we will say this. We were talking about this on the pre-show a little bit. Is that if Saudi Arabia, if we go to number one in Saudi Arabia, we will come live dressed like Saudi Saudi, Saudi um, people. Like with the whole guard, the whole guard doesn't even do it. We will dress like. Like so, like Saudi natives, if we go to number one in Saudi, but it's not going to happen because I know the person's trying to well, fight. Saudi Arabia isn't like, isn't that like where I'm so stupid? I'm geographically challenged. <laughs> Dubai is Dubai near than Saudi Arabia? I have no <laughs> idea. Dubai is nice. Dubai is like Ray, your guest is here. Uh, Tim, how you doing, man? Oh, man? I'm having a good time. You guys keep going. I'm coming to Saudi Arabia too, baby. I'm <laughs> and uh, Dubai, of course, Dubai has that uh, that underground, underwater city. Will Smith actually posted a TikTok recently of him swimming in that underwater city. I want to go. Yeah, there. it's insane. I think, it, like they said, it, it's like the deepest point that you can go to in like a human-made thing yeah it's insane and he showed it and you can see like a whole city on there was like a car there's like buildings and shit and you're just sitting there looking like why are we have like why are we you know and of course tim you know what's up man you know we were supposed to have you on a few months ago of course you're a hollywood stunt man you know you got called into a meeting and it ended up never happening but how how's how's everything been man like you know going on with you with all the movies and all that craziness during covid yeah, man, you know, that's what was that's what was so crazy was COVID shut everything down for so long that when it finally opened back up, it was just mass chaos. And yeah. the way they figured it out was in the beginning, a lot of shows were locking us in hotels. Really? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So like when you and I were going back and forth and I was like, man, I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was like. I was like freaking property of the state, you know, like they, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Like they lock us in the hotel. They're paying us to be there. So in their mind, they're like, you're ours whenever yeah. we want you. Like you yeah. don't have any other obligations. You can't do anything else. When we call you, you got to be available. So yeah. you're being paid. We own you. Yeah. We own you. Yes. But you know what? Like, 
how can we complain about working? I'm just happy they figured it out. Yeah. Uh, it's been freaking busy as hell and uh, just thankful, man. Yeah, and it's funny because when you came in, we were actually talking about, I got an email today from a place saying, and I think they're trying to sell me a service. People do that all the time, trying to promote the podcast. And they sent me an email saying, your podcast is trending. It is ranked number 156 in comedy <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. And I'm just kind of like, well, I doubt that there's any truth to this. I'll, I'll, take it. I'll take it. I'll release t-shirts to say that I'm good with it. And what Matt, what, like we were talking, we were like, it'd be great if it's a Saudi prince, like, you know, somewhere in Saudi Arabia, they actually hear the show just can't and they love the show yeah, and they swoop us up. And Matt was like, I'll marry the Saudi marry prince. Like, yeah. So. No shame. No shame. Wow. Hey Matt, now marry your sister. Don't you worry. <laughs> and uh, Tim, of course you've done some amazing you know, stunt work for some amazing movies. You were in the Avengers, you were in Black Panther, you were the stunt double for Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys 3. Like, oh. what, what was there any roles that you had where you got to be a stunt double for somebody that just kind of blew you away? You know, I have a problem, Ray, and my problem is that I don't. As excited as I am in general, I don't ever get too excited about anything. It's just, okay. and all my friends and my family, you know, they get upset with me because like, <laughs> literally like I'll be doing stuff. I don't think about it. I go to work, <laughs> I handle my business. I'm thankful to, for the opportunity. I come home, not a big deal. Um, honestly, you know, if I had to pick something though, the fact that Martin is from the DC area. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, you know, and I'm born and raised in DC. And to have an opportunity to double him, I worked on a lottery ticket years and years and years before. It was a Bow Wow uh, film. And I remember talking to Brandon Jackson at that point, who was the person I was doubling, and then later getting a chance to work on Big Mama's house and double him again. Oh, that's and cool. I, that's cool. And, I just, and I just kept thinking to myself when I was on Big Mama's house, I was like, man, I would love to be able to double Martin one day. And uh, <laughs> so when I got that call, it was, it was pretty, pretty cool. That's cool. And it sounds like, you know, pretty much like everybody, you know, they've always sat there and asked me, like, how can you just go and just talk to people, you know, on the podcast? Like, you know, we've had everybody and everybody on the oh, podcast. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, pro wrestling kind of did that to me. Like, and, you know, blood can probably contest also is that us being in a locker room, we're sharing locker rooms with guys like Kevin Nash. I've been in the ring with guys like Jake the Snake Roberts, blood with Spike Dudley. You know, you're around those guys and you see that they're just human, just like you. So it's just kind of like, okay, you know, we're just, we're having a conversation with somebody, you know, what we're doing right now you know we always say our show is like sitting down having a few beers with someone and talk basically if we were to meet you at the bar we'd be like oh man let's you know let's talk about this <laughs> yeah let's get past the bodyguards yeah and yeah, let's yeah, talk. yeah 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 and, and yeah i tell ray all the time when he has me on i'm like well i don't know who this guy is like i look, look him up see what you get do yeah it's like i don't i was like well we're just gonna talk to him ask him what he does <laughs> And it's, it's actually funny that we brought up Marvel stuff because, you know, with Marvel, we just recently started Phase 4. Phase 4 is in full gear. WandaVision is done. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is done. And Loki just wrapped. And, of course, Black Widow just came out. And, yes. you know, you're looking at this whole thing. like, And, of course, spoilers ahead for anybody that's not caught up. So make sure if you're watching live or listening, tune out. You know, of course. The, the, you haven't watched whole, it yet? I don't know what's yeah, wrong with you. Yeah, so. the, the whole the new villain was introduced. So, you know, and just the whole roundabout way that they did it in Loki, introducing all that. And, of course, you saw all these different variants of Loki. And, of course, you got introduced to Sylvie, who was his female. Of course, it's funny because you had all these different 
versions of Loki. You had the alligator Loki. You had, you know, classic Loki. You, you had all these different forms. And I sat there and it's funny because I saw Sylvie and we were talking about this yesterday in our group chat is that it's funny that everybody in Black Widow has posed nude in a movie at some point. And everybody on Reddit is going crazy about it. And it's like all three of them were nude. And as soon as I saw Sylvie, I was like, actress's name is she. And I sat there and I just weird thought, I'm like, you know, you have all these variants of Loki. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if all the got it on with her, including the alligator, all at one time, just a free-for-all. And I was like, you know, I'd sign up for that just for the alligator part. <laughs> and of course, Tim right there, of course, Tim's also an enrichment speaker. He's sitting there thinking to himself, I'm going to make sure I advise these people, never go into the Happy Hour podcast. These guys <laughs> and twisted. They did that but, just for the action figure, too. Yeah. Don't <laughs> and uh, how? It's actually the what was it about? Just it's actually, man, that the absolute opposite. You know, I tell people all the time that, like, I came from such humble beginnings, and the way that I grew up, that one of the things that I try to stay true to is just being a real person, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't care if I'm standing in front of a Forbes 500 company speaking to people. Like, I'm going to be me, man. I've done oh, yeah. college commencement graduation speeches and jumped off the stage in the middle of the speech. You know, like, you know, you get what you pay for. You get what you sign up for. <laughs> And of course, we're live on Facebook. Our good uh, buddy Michael Walter said Ray is looking handsome. Must be why the show is the top two hundred of all Saudi Arabia podcasts. Number one fifty hashtag number one fifty six. But course, Saudi women love him. <laughs> we brought up the the Marvel stuff. How how was it doing your stunt work? Of course, everything that just goes into Marvel. Marvel's so brilliant with the way they do everything. The way they do. They're shooting, the way they keep everything on the wraps, the way they do their fights, their action sequences. How, what was the hardest thing with doing your stuff with the Marvel movies, Black Panther, Avengers, you know, do, doing all that? Well, I'll start off by agreeing with you, man. It, it's in the stunt community, it's like the epitome of performance. You know, when you're working on a billion dollar production, I mean, you got the top performers in the world. So, you know, it was just an honor to be in the same environment with some of these guys. He's, LA guys and superstar performers from all over the country and all over the world coming together. The most difficult part, honestly, man, the days are brutal. When I tell you that the days are brutal because it's so much content you want to capture, so many things you want to get done. With like Avengers, to use that for an example, you got to, the top 10 are all superstars. They're all people who can run their own, they could be number one on any call sheet. And now you got them all in the same place together. You're trying to stay organized and shoot them all out. Uh, it's intense, but I'll tell you though, uh, what I think that most of us that worked on all three movies would say was some of the most intense work. And you're gonna laugh because it sounds simple, but running up and down that hill during the battle scenes for Black really? Panther, oh my God. Oh, you know, because I, I can imagine they probably had you guys doing it over and over again, do it again, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. That's, do it again. Yeah. Here's your color. I can't run anymore. My Hard legs don't again. <laughs> I'm talking for days, not just a day. I'm talking days and weeks at a time. And what was crazy about it is, I mean, you got the, the highest level athletes, you know, in the stunt community out here. You know, we were all pretty well conditioned. Right. But this hill was no light work, man. <laughs> and the grass was so high that you couldn't see the dips. You couldn't see the potholes. So, you know, you can't fall. Like, you're a stunt guy. You can't also, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was every take 
you know, and it wasn't just me. It was everybody was like, all right, here we go, guys. Stay on your feet, whatever you got to do. But other than that, I mean, the fight sequences were fun. The wire work on big shows like that is really a place where we get a chance to shine. You know, a lot of movies, one or two people may get a chance to ride a wire. But on a show like Black Panther or Avengers, there's so much action and people shooting all over the place that at some point you're going to get thrown across the room and slammed into a wall. And <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but being wrestlers, you guys know what it feels like to have that contact, you know? And, and with that, did any of the actors or actresses themselves go, hey, we want to do some of these stunts? And then made it to some of the things, like for example, that hill. And, and like, then no, just no, no, looked no, no. at it, and they're like, "Fuck that! <laughs> no, they can do it." No, we we, we own you. We cannot <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Now remember, you've been trapped in this hotel for weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we not doing do that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you would be amazed. A lot of these guys are super talented. I mean, and they're super athletic. You know, Chadwick. You know, rest may rest in peace. He's a martial artist. You know, he was a martial artist. So a lot of the things that his doubles were doing, he was capable of doing. The issue is that there's only one of him. Yeah. yeah. So he pulls a hamstring. He gets punched in the face. You know, he takes a fall the wrong way. And production has to adjust their schedule. One of us get jacked up. There's somebody else that's our size. They, you know, they'll find somebody to fill in the gap. So do they do stuff? Absolutely. Uh, do they try to be careful about the extent of what they do? They have to because it's a liability if they get hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah, they probably won't let him do it. Or there's probably certain people won't let him do this. So, so. But you know, Blood, you know what's funny is, you know, some of them have enough clout, they have enough voice that they're like, no, I'm going to do this. And because it looks better on camera when the actor does the oh, job. Yeah. Really capture it all. So there is some stuff you guys are watching that are actually the performers because they are so talented. And then the stuff that gets really extreme, obviously, we have to come in and handle. Yeah. And what, what's funny is that with movies, and yeah, I, I brought this up on one of the episodes a, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I was able to do a little bit of extra work for the wrestler, Mickey Rourke, because they were asking for independent guys to come down and sit in the locker room scenes. And it, it's crazy that to wrestlers, and I'm sure The Rock, John Cena, Hogan, you know, all those guys that, you know, are just in that realm that are used to just going out and performing live, like, okay, this is what we want, we want this, this, and this, but also being able to improvise and go, okay, well, we messed this up, we need to do this, you know, instantly correcting stuff that, you know, for me, the the, the fight sequences, like, right. you guys don't really, like, you guys are very keen with, you know, throwing a punch and making it look like that. it hit, but it doesn't hit, and I always sat there, and I'm like, well, you know, pro wrestling, you can throw a punch, have it make contact, but also make it not hurt. And I, I always thought, I'm like, how come Hollywood has never, you know, adapted that? And I guess, you well, know, they're probably I, just afraid. I don't know. Of, I'd argue that like, they do some. Some of those hits are probably pretty real. Oh, yeah. I've heard that some people have actually gotten hit during movies. Like, you know. <laughs> Because, you know, it would just slip or, like, you would get someone like a John Cena that's never, and they're used uh, to just making contact. And it's just kind of like, oh, uh, okay. You know, uh, well, what's your thoughts on that with the, the fight sequences? Like, like, do you like the way that they're kind of choreographed, like, where it's kind of missing? Or do you feel that, you know, there should be a little bit more realism to it to where, you know, you can sell it. Like, you can make contact with it. You can sell it and register it. But also, it's the kind of thing that it's not really a punch, you know, along with that. You know, Matt, I have to laugh with you because oh, it's been a many a time that the punch wasn't supposed to land and it landed. A whole, <laughs> lot, of, whole, yeah. whole lot of time that the kick wasn't supposed to land and it landed. And I think uh, at, the, at the end of the day, when stunt performers are performing with each other, we don't mind the contact, especially uh, if it's body shots. You know, with the, with the facial shots, you got to be careful because – like I said, you guys train every day to make sure you yeah. control the contact point. 
But a lot of times, like I know for me, if I'm doing a fight sequence and somebody's got to kick me in the body, I'm like, hit me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Don't, don't, don't shoot me across the room, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But don't, yeah. Yeah, don't kick exactly. like this is Sparta, like down at like down. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think with like MMA and stuff, one take. <laughs> when they're training, I, I think it's like like a 50-50. Like you're not oh, supposed yeah. to hit fully on. You have to give them like a 50% like kick, yeah. if that makes sense. I don't know how you can gauge that shit, but I'm don't, sure don't we're professionals. It, yeah. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> don't break your leg like Conor McGregor kicking me <laughs> in this movie. And Good it's Lord. crazy because that's actually one thing that I'm a I big McGregor fan, yeah, so and, stop talking about Oh, my God. See? <laughs> how can we not talk about it? Everybody has to talk about yeah. it. But also, and wasn't it Anderson Silva? Who did something like that a few years ago as well? And we got Anderson Silva, we got Chris Red Weedman just had it happen recently, yeah. and now we got Conor McGregor. Yeah. All snapped their legs in the ring. And, and those guys, they did it inadvertently. And then you also have um former pro wrestler, retired pro wrestler Sid Vicious, Psycho oh, Sid, yeah. who broke his leg. And did you ever see that, Tim? He, he like, I never saw it. I heard about it. I didn't see oh, it. yeah. Well, it, this stupid motherfucker, he's like, I'm going to step tall. And he's like, let me do a boot off the top rope. And so he jumps off the top rope and he lands with one foot. But his foot, like, doesn't land. Like, it's his ankle and his foot goes this way. Like, his left leg goes that way. And, like, the whole time it's just dangling. And Scott Steiner didn't know what to do. And I'm sitting there watching it live. And I'm like, pin him. Pin his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Take it home. Because <laughs> that wasn't supposed to finish. Well, probably yeah. should have used the stunt man to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you use him to do that? We should have used yeah. him to do that. Yeah. Put, put some stilts on me, you know? Put some stilts on me. So what happens, like, because I've been you guys have planned this out. So what happens is a live event, the dude comes off the rope and freaking breaks his leg in half. Like, what's the protocol for that? I, I mean, it, it kind well, of pin him. <laughs> I mean, well, blood, like, blood, he actually, I don't know how familiar you are with Dark Side of the Ring, but they showed just a small little smidgen clip of blood in the Nick Gage episode recently from Tournament of Death. And blood actually cut his Achilles in one of the death matches. They, he got thrown over top rope into a shopping cart full of light tubes. Oh, that wasn't my Achilles. It was the whole front of my leg. Well, what, whatever. But it was so bad that you were out for months. But yeah. it's the kind of thing that, you know, I fortunately I've never had any serious injuries, but you hear about guys like Hardcore Holly who broke his arm and still worked another three minutes in the match. Like uh, a lot of guys in the business are like, if you can finish the match, do it because it shows how tough you are as a wrestler, you know. But if it's something serious like that, you just got to pin him and, you know, oh, just pull out. Yeah. He can't, he can't do anything. Like, obviously. But if it's the kind of thing, I go through a table. And I blow like Triple H. He blew out his quad and wrestled the rest of the fucking match yeah. with a blown out quad. Uh, Hogan like, yeah. dropped his whole freaking lat yeah. muscle lifting up the giant. Yeah, you know. You know? And I mean, so I think is, it's just you just go with the flow and pin. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm not it, a wrestler. It depends I'm not on cool the situation, like guys. <laughs> but, uh, well, I didn't see the McGregor fight when he did that. Was the fight instantly over after that? No, like, like I, what? I I think it, I don't know. Oh, you mean the McGregor fight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was literally five seconds left in the round when he threw the punch. He came yeah. back, fell on his foot, hit the cage, and the round was over. So oh. it was good timing that the round was over. Yeah. You know, yeah. they looked down, saw his leg was in two pieces, and that was it. Yeah, and Conor McGregor's a crazy-ass mofo. I feel like that if it wasn't – like, I feel like he probably would have tried to keep on going. Like, he probably would have crawled out and kept on throwing his fists in the air, you know, yeah. trying to do a little bit of something <laughs> while being kicked in the face while he's down. Like, yeah. 
Well, he was certainly down there talking plenty of trash. He talked oh, he trash <laughs> the whole damn time he was on yeah. the ground. Whole yeah. time. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least with that, like, you know, unlike the Jake Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, which was obviously a work. That was the biggest. Like, I'm sitting there, they're talking about that thing. I'm a pro wrestler. I'm like, this Lost is the biggest work I have ever seen in my life. And, but I think <laughs> Floyd is a great boxer, but he's even better of a businessman. He knows that just when, uh, he, when he wrestled the WrestleMania, you didn't think it was going to go well. And it was amazing. The way he and the fight he had with McGregor, the fight yeah. that he had with Jake Paul, he's a businessman. And they know how to sell those fights. But and that's exactly... Like the thing is, you know, with, with the Meg Gregor and the Floyd fight, Floyd is, honestly, he's the shit. Yeah. You're not going to tell me that Floyd Waymeller uh, is not going to win against McGregor. It's, it's a yeah. different aspect of fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Absolutely. Absolutely. It's anybody in the world that thinks that they can train any type of striking technique and then get in the ring with a traditional boxer and just beat them up has lost their mind. It's just a, it's a whole different fighting skill set. It's a whole different skill set. Well, but you know what? We can't be mad at Floyd. You know what Floyd says all the time? And he said it after the Logan, after the Paul fight. He says, man, this is legal bank robbery. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. I mean, that's coming from a dude who carries a million dollars around with him at any given and, time. And he's telling yeah. you this, yeah. and you're still betting on it. Oh, you're yeah. still going to buy it. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's like, but who's going to sit there and want to try to, you know, fight Floyd for a million dollars that he keeps in his bag? Like, that's the thing. I don't want like, I'll, I'll fight him yeah. for a million dollars. <laughs> you're willing to marry a Saudi prince and let them. <laughs> Like we were talking about this on the pre-show. I said the Saudi prince has gold everything on his plane. I'm like, Matt, what's going to happen is he's going to melt down gold into like molten gold, and he's going to pour it into your asshole, and you're going to have a gold asshole. <laughs> that's like that's what that that's what the Saudi prince is going to you know do if you know. Hey, but I'm taking gonna... care of. Okay, okay. <laughs> and of course, you've been around a lot of movies too, where you know there's been explosions, fire. You know what? What do you think was the biggest product, like base, basically biggest explosion or hottest or loudest explosion that you've dealt with on a movie set? Wow, that's man, that's a question <laughs> that has me like spanning seventeen years, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you. I, I really don't know if I'm going to be able to give you a quick answer to that. Um, I don't know. Like there are a couple things that come to my mind, but I, I don't know if I can name one off the top, man. They're all. The, the thing about explosions and fire yeah. is that it, it spans past just the stunt team. So, you know, we have to be so locked in at that point because we got the effects team and so many other departments that are responsible for making that stuff go off. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I'm enamored by, you know, which one's bigger or smaller. I'm more concerned about <laughs> me and my team staying in a yeah. safe proximity because we know what we're going to do. We know what we're trained to do. But when we bring in other people that have to handle other aspects of the process, that's when it can get, you know, get sketchy. And we've had a lot of guys get hurt. Uh, we've had, you know, casualties before because of it. Have you ever had any to where they just kind of, you know, it caught you off guard? Like, you know, you're, you're talking something out and you didn't realize that, that like, for example, I'll bring up Kane. Kane and WWE. What they would do is they would, they would wait. They'd come back from commercial break and you would never, and Kane, the first part of his music, they, they cut that out because when he would come out, it'd just be the boom. And when you were there live, It'd be that loud ass explosion, and that was the oh, yeah. hottest heat I've ever felt in my life. The way they did it, you felt that heat like in the top rows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you're like, oh shit! It's like, totally you know, random, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, and it's just insane. Like, yeah. you know, is there ever a time where you were caught off guard by, and you're like, man, I didn't know it was going to be that big? 
Dude, I've, I've been the victim of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, because again, it goes back to what I was saying. So the count is three, two, one, go, right? So three, two, one, boom, no. It's, it's go. Three, it's there was no go. There was no go. Yeah, there was no go. <laughs> and we we deal with that with pro wrestling all the time. We'll be sitting there, we'll get ready for the movement. It's like, all right, you ready? One, two, three. And then like motherfucker doesn't jump when you get to three, and you're just kind of like, oh, all right. Well, that this was supposed to be a suplex, but now it's a DDT because you yeah. didn't jump. Like, yeah. and, you, and you deserve to be on your head right now. That's what yeah. Yeah, and you know, I told you to duck. <laughs> it's funny because I've never been uh, obviously we've never been in the element that you have with explosion, but I have heard an explosion that caught me <laughs> off guard, and it was at your brother-in-law's Christmas party, and basically my wife, her, her brother, he's a big boy, he's a big boy. We and, get a little, we get a little you know, crazy. We're, we're, down we're here. sitting there and we're drinking, <laughs> and we just hear an explosion. It sounded like a plane crashed into the house, and we're just kind of like what the hell happened? And we go out there and he's laying on the floor and the punch bowl was on the floor. And we're like, just kind of, like, and so my wife described to us because she, she's seen it happen. I saw it. That, and well, I, yeah, I you saw there. it. I saw it happen. And, and so pretty much he got up and he drank one beer. That's it. One beer. So he, he got up and he was wearing, I'll never forget. Cause this will tie in later. He was wearing a home alone. It was an ugly. Do not make party. So he's wearing a home alone, ugly sweater. And so he fell and he fell and he landed chest first on the counter, like hard. And the counter shifts. And I guess as he's falling, he tries to grab, grab the, punch the punch bowl to, to pull himself up. Himself. But it's a punch bowl. So mind you, the punch has already spilled all over the counter. So you see him yeah. with the punch bowl just go and just go like, off well, it and hit the ground. out in like yeah. slow motion. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm sure that it was <laughs> Like oh 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 my oh oh geez. oh my <laughs> and then he hits go. the ground so we all go we're all like what the hell happened like what you know we thought the oven blew up or some shit and we go out there and our friend Crystal made it so much better because she looks at him she's like look what you did you little jerk just like <laughs> on Home Alone loses it I'm just laying on the floor that was laughing hysterically and every oh, yeah, time. That, I that talk about yeah. Hilarious. I talk about fire or explosions. I'm like, I've once heard an explosion. And that's <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> and uh, I've been on fire a few times, but <laughs> yeah, blood. It looks like you're about to be on fire right now. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> blood used to shoot fireballs at like. <laughs> Holy crap, that is a fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fire. Yeah. Blood's like, oh, I, I don't mind fire. And he just lights himself on fire live on Facebook. Fire right now. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The, the thing about COVID, it's bringing us all together. See us all in our yeah. element. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's out here in a freaking fire. Yeah, I'm, actually doing some, I'm actually doing some fire training next week preparing for a show. Yeah, yeah you talk about having to properly prepare, man. Being set on fire is freaking oh, yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. Well, you've been in on case, fire. we're going to set you on fire and pee on you. That's all. That's all. <laughs> And it's funny because uh, do you know Kane Hodder? He, he played uh, Jason in Friday the 13th, uh, 7 8 
uh, I think I know, the, I know the name. I don't know him, but I know well, the name. Apparently, I saw him post on Twitter earlier in the week that when he was younger, he did a fire act, and I think he called him. He got like really bad burn, like well, early on in his career. Jason, I mean, you know, and he posted that like, "Hey, this act. happened like you know thirty years ago." Did he do Jason know? Goes to Hell? Then I'm pretty sure yeah, he was yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's the thing. It's like you know when you had that element of fire, it's just yeah. Has, has there ever been a time where? You know, you got a script and you just kind of look the script over. And I'm sure scripts for you guys. Do you guys get scripts or do you guys just get kind of a layout of what the stunts are? Have you ever sat there and just kind of went, I'm not going to do that. Like, no, you know, that this isn't going to, you know, I, I don't, you know, feel like this is for me at any point when you've done a movie. You know, typically the only time we'll get the right, whole script is if, say, for instance, if we're, we're doubling a lead actor or working in an acting stunt capacity where we've got a performance responsibility. Uh, other than that, we're typically just going to get the dailies, which is going to show us what's going on for that particular day. Uh, and it's the stunt coordinator's job to let us know exactly what it is that we're signing up for when they hire us. So uh, if there's anything you're uncomfortable with or anything you don't think is cool, you need to let them know that before you get hired. Okay. Once you say yeah, and you're there, <laughs> going off that building, buddy. Uh, you know, you like it or whether you don't Don't like me, yeah, yeah, I own you. Remember that you'll you'll be fine. Uh, have I ever gotten on the set and on the day they decided they wanted something different than what we discussed? Absolutely, okay. And and I'll tell you the thing that I love about our community is as a whole, it's safety first, yeah. Because let me tell you something if I'm the coordinator and I hire Matt to come do a job and then I change the job on Matt last minute. And I say, okay, Matt, no, you're not going to get hit by the car at five miles an hour now. You're <laughs> going to get hit by the car at 30 miles an hour, Matt. Yeah. 500 gonna... miles an hour. I'd say I've seen those crash <laughs> dummy videos, and that's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. And if something happens and Matt gets hurt, not only is it sad that Matt got hurt, but as a coordinator, that's a mark on my record because I had a guy on my clock that got hurt. So at that point, you know, it's that person's job to say, I'm not comfortable with that. And they're trying to find a fair compromise. Uh, so fortunately that doesn't happen. Often. Right. Now, so Tim, now you bring up like safety and stuff. And as far as stunts and shit go, um, you know, very, you know, respect to, to your, you know, like you said, like your community, because you guys are a community of stuntmen, make sure everything is in line. Everything is safe before you do this. Now, speaking of, People who are unsafe, like uh, <laughs> in I think it was like this past week, um, Jackass. Yes, sure yes, you're familiar with Jackass. Yeah. He puts it. Yeah, yes, yeah. and uh, mind you, it's Jackass, but also this week is Shark Week. Right. So <laughs> it's so I don't know. <laughs> if you, I think he knows where we're going. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the news, yeah. but the guy that now you know, obviously they're not yeah. professionals. Let's let's be honest. They can call themselves professionals. But they're not. And I'm not yeah. going to throw, I'm not trying to throw any shade at oh, them. Oh, yeah. It's different. Like what Tim but, does compared to what they do is a whole complete but, different. But element. that, but, yeah. but if Tim was like, uh, you know, because the, the stunt was the guy was jumping over a pool of sharks. That sounds like a great idea. On a wakeboard. Yeah. What could go okay, wrong? Okay. So <laughs> apparently he didn't even get the stunt completely yeah. He didn't get the stunt completely off. And uh, he he fell because I I don't know I'm from Baltimore and I've I've lived down in Baltimore Bullies quarters, so we're on the water. Wakeboarding is pretty difficult as as oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. 
So the guy barely gets up out of the water and he gets mauled by a shark. Well, it is shark week, dumbass. He was mauled by a shark and he lost almost half, most of his hand. But luckily, the doctors were able to like uh, sew it back together. And I think he's lost two fingers or, or he's lost two fingers, like, two of his fingers or something like that. Yeah. So that's never going to be the same. Now, what I'm saying it, it as you know, your profession that you're in, you're probably like, yeah, you're jumping of a pool of sharks. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, no, there's nothing good that's going to come out of that. Yeah, it would <laughs> it would be a CGI shark or like a mechanical yeah. shark, like jumping over real sharks. Real in sharks, a movie, man. That's not feasible. Like that's just I mean, <laughs> more power. The, the name <laughs> says it all. Jackass. You can't. We do things that we train to do. You know, like. We go on set and do things that we physically are prepared to do. I'm going next week to practice some fire gags so that we can go get set on fire. fire. On set. We don't just show up and be like, all right, let's yeah. set me on fire. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like wrestling. People just don't walk into a wrestling school and get in the ring and do what guys who've been doing it as long as we and me and blood have, you know, just overnight. You get in there and, and, you know, even before big shows, you meet up at the school, you kind of go over stuff, but also you're trained to know that if something goes wrong or you can talk out this same spot over and over again. I hated it when guys would just talk their match over, talk their match. And it's like, dude, let's just go out there and wrestle. Let's just call it. You know, we'll communicate, call it in the ring. Let the, let the fans determine what we do. And it's just, and that's it's where insane, the magic of you know? wrestling yeah. really is, you know, and, and also, with Jackass is I saw Steve-O post a video that they took. I don't know what it was. It was some sort of cannon and they shot shit like literally shit out of a cannon into the side of his ear and it broke his eardrum. He had shit, a hole in his ear with shit in <laughs> his like, ear. And again. His, yeah. And I'm sitting We're there professional like, stunt people. <laughs> what the fuck? Shout out to Steve. I love the fact that he cleaned his life up, got his shit together. You know, kudos to him. But I, you know, I watched some of that stuff with Jackass and it's entertainment. I'm going to watch the movie, no <laughs> doubt, because I want to laugh my ass off. But And, and that's you know, really at the yeah. end of the day that, that is entertaining, yeah. dangerous, entertaining though. <laughs> they're they're willing to sacrifice themselves physically in order to entertain people our job is to make it look like we sacrificed ourselves physically yeah. <laughs> what you still do a good that was job. our job too <laughs> yeah, exactly blood right that's our job to make it look like it hurt right but yeah yeah do we get hurt absolutely as wrestlers you guys got hurt you sustained oh, yeah. injuries right. yeah no yeah. doubt yeah. yeah i mean you know we go to the hospital sometimes well, but that's not the please. plan these yeah. guys wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to bust my ass today. Let's just oh, see how bad it really yeah, is. I'm going to let a goat kick me in the face today. <laughs> willingly, let a goat kick me in the face. Like, right. Yeah. Well, he, and the thing with that story is he, he didn't even get the stunt shot. Like yeah. he they didn't even finish. He didn't finish <laughs> off the yeah. board. I mean, yeah, well, he should have took some boarding see, lessons. Here's I don't the, know. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, there was a stunt, just not the one he planned. <laughs> His hands mauled. They should have treated it like an actual movie and go, dude, you need to reshoot this. I know, I know your hands <laughs> falling off, but we need to do another take. Like, you better get your ass back on that board and hop over that shit. Like we don't know. have another double, so you <laughs> yeah, gotta do yeah. it. <laughs> we don't have Tim, so we we yeah, we need to just redo it. Tim's this. like, nope, yeah. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> If nothing else, can we get the footage in the movie? Like, let's watch him get mauled. Like, this is what you wanted to do, right? Like, that was you fail it. I'm sure they'll release that. They might release that bonus content. Oh yeah, I would. 
like there was no stunt safety for the sharks. There was no shark wrangler there, so he was at his own risk. So let's put him in the movie. Yeah, and what what we're gonna do real quick for everybody listening at home, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna play some uh, commercials and a song, and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dee Wallace, and you're listening to the Happy Hour Podcast. Attention, fellow Happy Hour Podcast degenerates. Make sure you go over to www.thhpod.com. It's our official website for the Happy Hour Podcast. You can find our Patreon there, which we always promote every single episode. It's only $3 a month. Jump on that and get it. It has exclusive content, exclusive stories that you're not going to hear with and without our guests. And if you love our hosts, a lot of it's just extra stuff from our hosts that you will not hear on our regular weekly episodes. Also, our t-shirt stores are on the top part of the page. If you want to buy any merchandise, definitely head over to www.thhpod.com for everything the Happy Hour Podcast. If you're ever in the Baltimore, Maryland area, make sure you check out our good friends over at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Jimmy's Famous Seafood has been featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives and Immaculate four times. They have also been featured on the Food Network, the Travel Channel, Beat Bobby Flay, among other programs. They also have three local food trucks in the Baltimore and Maryland area. Also, if you're not in Maryland, keep in mind they also have... Jimmy's Famous Meals. You can order anything on their menu and have it shipped to you 100% for free in the United States. Make sure you check them out at jimmysfamousseafood.com. And if you're local, head on over to Dundalk, Maryland and find their physical location at 6526 Hollabird Avenue in Dundalk, Maryland. Jimmy's Famous Seafood, keeping it real in Baltimore for over 30 years.
make sure you go and check out our good friends over at Hysteria Brewing Company. Hysteria Brewing Company has all kinds of different craft brews, including one of our former beers of the week, Trash Panda. Make sure you check them out over at 9570 Burger Road in Columbia, Maryland. Also check out their newest location, the Hysteria Tap House, which is located at 3201 Mountain Road in Pasadena. Make sure you go out, check them out, say the Happy Hour Podcast sent you over, and uh, have a great time with Hysteria Brewing Company. Get ready for... For the celebrity basketball game of the year on August 28th, 5 p.m. Featuring multi-talented athlete and actress Samaya Clark Gabriel. Motivational speaker Demar J. Smith. 12-year Harlem Globetrotter and four-time Guinness World Record holder, Bull Bullard. Three-term president, White House chef, and combat veteran, Chef Andre Rush. Super Bowl champion for the Baltimore Ravens, Jacoby Jones. Co-founder of Sports One Marketing, David Meltzer. Iconic award-winning and superstar, Kendra Lust. One of the most respected police officers in the nation, most commonly known for his viral videos of positive community policing in his community, Officer Tommy Norman. And last but not least, award-winning celebrity bodyguard who has protected the most important names globally, Humanitarian of the Year, and Chairman for Bodyguards Against Bullying, Adriano Bubba Almany and more. We'll bring you talent and entertainment located at the Worcester County Recreation and Parks. This is Rob Mayer, and you are listening to the Happy Hour Podcast, and I'm guessing having the time of your life. And if not, you can go fuck yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Happy Hour Podcast. Of course, I'm Ray. I'm being joined by Matt Blood, Blood special guest co-host this week. First time we've seen him in a while. And of course, our special guest, Tim R. McAdams, Hollywood stuntman and enrichment speaker. And what we're going to do is real quick, we're going to get into our beer of the week. So Matt picked up the beer of the week tonight. And it is by Maui Brewing Company, and it's called Big Swell. So this, for those of you watching, that's gotta, what the can looks like. Gotta get your swell and, on, bro. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> listen, my, my belly's gonna swell full of this beer. And it's like, crafted with passion from the heart of paradise. We are an innovative and independent brewery. Welcome to the Ohana Maui Brewing Co. Co Maui Brewing. Dot com. So that's I, a I lot think, of hype for a beer. Yeah, I, I, I think it's <laughs> solid. It, it's not it, the, the beer we had last week, flawless. Like that was yeah. great. Shout out the Rogue Brewing Company. But th- this is good. I, I don't like though how you have to go through, and you can't really tell in a video. But like the, it's that much of an area between the top of the can and the spout of the can. So it kind of like falls into a moat before you drink it. And then, you know, it goes and it just doesn't pour right into your mouth. Okay, you can, snob. 
It's yeah. beer. I'm not <laughs> drinking. Just drink it and shut the fuck up. How about that? We're going to get into our shot of the month for the month of July, which there you go. And of course, some of you may know and Blood might not know, but our, and of course, Tim doesn't know, our shot of the month is Deep Eddie Orange Vodka. So, shot of the month for this month isn't really half as bad as I like to interject. We need to make a shot or a drink now that says, Deep Golden Matt's butthole. <laughs> well, you buy Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, way deep in that butthole. That's what. Yeah, so not you that go. deep. Go. Come on, man. Jesus. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and uh, Tim, uh, uh, do you uh, do you drink any at all? Like, or do you drink like occasionally, or is water. it just it's just water? <laughs> <He> drinks water. <laughs> and I'd like to bring Deer Park to you guys tonight. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Night is Deer Park, so Matt here's you know, little... I, you know right. It's Strong stuff. You guys. I've got you know two of my childhood buddies. I mean, guys that I grew up with from the time that we could barely ride bicycles coming here to Atlanta to hang out with me. Yeah. Uh, next weekend, and the first thing they say is, "Man, we miss you so much because you're the designated driver. We're gonna get crashed <laughs> all weekend. Nice. You know, yeah. and we know that we gotta ride home. You know, we're taking the boat out. They're like, we ain't gotta worry about none of it. We can get drunk. We can do whatever we want. And oh yeah, we, we took people still. to shows just to just yeah, to have a designated yeah. driver. <laughs> Shout out, to, shout out to our buddy Chris Burns when he first started wrestling as a rookie. We took him to shows and we got him booked because we knew he didn't drink. And we were like, "All right, yeah, we can go. We oh, can that, go get cool. him booked. We'll go to the strip club. We'll get really wasted." And then he called Owen and he's like, "No, I think I'll drive myself, guys." And we we're just kind of like, "So you're gonna make us drive uh, back drunk? Wait. What kind of friend are you?" Shout out, Newey. Yeah, Newey. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> there's a, there's a place for you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. But you know, but I would never want to be in an environment with a bunch of people like me that don't drink. The best boring. Like I want to be the guy that doesn't drink, and I want to be surrounded by the people that do. So that's the way I. Like. You yeah. can watch us do stupid shit. Like uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're watching yeah. it, you're like, okay, I see what that guy yeah, is doing. Yeah. Like he's like hitting on a chick or something. Yeah. Like, oh, this, this guy this is gonna work. Man. This is gonna be good. <laughs> I never had to approach a girl growing up, you know. My buddies were all over it, you know. What I mean, they were at it, so it was yeah, it makes my life real easy. And it's funny because Tim remembers, like Tim, like those guys don't have to put the story together the next day. Tim just goes, "Man, look, I got all of it. Like I remember everything." It's not because it's funny because collectively, like if me, Blood, and Matt were together, we we would ha- each one of us would have selective memory of what happened, and we kind of would have to put the night together. together. But you, you'd be like, "Oh no, you don't need to do that." Like I got everything, you know, stored right here. Hey, look, look at this. You did this. Oh wait, yeah, I got pictures. <laughs> but you know what's bad, Ray? Is I'd rather you guys tell your stories than me tell the truth. Because your stories are far <laughs> better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love to hear Blood tell a drunk story the day after. Like oh, I yeah. tell a great story. The best is hearing Blood tell a drunk story when he's already drunk because yes. that's even better <laughs> not only do you not remember it but you're also drinking which makes you more so not remember it so then you're just kind of like just babbling along and it, it's it's the best and some some yes. of our best content for those of you listening or watching at home make sure you go check out the war pigs episode one two three and four which is me Segretes, and blood chronicalizing our careers in pro wrestling and being on the road and, you know, just all the shenanigans Shit we got gets into wild on the road. That. Yeah. And <laughs> what, what we're going to do real quick is we're going to get into our game, game segment called Ode to Humanity. 
So, Tim, we played three games with each one of our guests. It starts easy, gets a little bit harder, and then it gets kind of weird at the very end. So, not too gonna, weird. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, I'm just worried about failing. So, don't just don't judge me. Let's have fun. Let's have <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to start off with five second rule. Have you ever played five second rule before? I haven't played much of anything, so no. <laughs> so what we're do, we have a little time. Well, we're going to get here. you out of your hotel and, for a little bit. Take me out, man. <laughs> so what, what we're going to do is we're going to say name three of a I'm, certain thing, and you have five seconds to name them off. If you don't get do it, that. it goes to blood. If blood doesn't get it, it goes to Matt. If Matt doesn't get it, it comes to me. If none of us get it, we're all just losers yeah, I, I this round. So Now they're drinking the entire time. Now you're going to yeah, time yeah. it. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can blood. do it. Hey, blood, be ready, blood. <laughs> be ready. Be ready. So, Tim, I think you might fare well with this. Name three. Why? Because he's so unfit. <laughs> name three. Because he's only sober one. <laughs> name three types of exercise classes starting now. Tybo, Zumba, and uh, Dag. I need a third one. Oh, oh, so, Tybo and Zumba. Are out. I was so those can take Zumba. I can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, dude, you might yeah. as well just fail me now. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's gonna no. It goes to blood. <laughs> it goes next. blood. Okay. So so now it goes to blood. Tybo and Zumba are out. Blood. Three types of exercise classes starting now. Uh, spin, yoga, and karate. Is that a is that a correct? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Matt, Matt doesn't want to have to do it. I don't want to take it. I don't exercise. I mean, really, though, like with karate, though, like if you do karate, like kind of karate is kind of like, I guess it kind of falls in with Taibo, but it's not Taibo. Right. Like well, you can do kickboxing yeah. as an exercise. Well, well, right. right. It's well, I had a lot more than five seconds because you keep bullshitting. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a discipline. It's, it's an exercise. I mean, you still got to. Yeah. You know. All right, so what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to go it. ahead and I'm going to pin us right here. So the next game is called Incoherent. So pretty much I'm going to hold up a card, and it's spelled out the way you would say it drunk. So pretty much what you want to do is say it, but it's say it quick. Hard for you say it you fast, <laughs> but there's also two hints on the back. So I can give you two hints of what it could be. Blood, you can also, you know. I could say well. it drunk for you. Tim, think yeah, about we did. Georgia, how they would say yeah. it. <laughs> so sound that out, but sound it. Listen to yourself as you say it and sound it out fast. Okay. Mr. On Harry Boss, it's shown. What? I can't even see that. <laughs> Mr. On Harry Boss, it's shown. Now, Mr. On Harry Boss. Slow down. Mission. Am I supposed to be saying it? <laughs> boss, it's shown. Mission. Mission something. Mission? Would you like a hint? Mission. You're on to something there. Mission. Uh, Blood, I think we need a hint. Missionary. 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 Position. Missionary position. Missionary position. Yes. yes. Wow. yes. yes. That's it. Missionary <laughs> position. And the, the next hint was going to be like the only position approved by the Bible, which is missionary <laughs> position. So, yeah, you guys did well. You guys worked together as a team. And <laughs> magic happened. Well, the Lord <laughs> knows I'm a savage. So. <laughs> I, I am drunk, so I just said it normally. <laughs> All right, and Tim, we can't do our O to Humanity segment without Cards Against Humanity. So yeah. have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Many okay. times. 
you many know times. what you're getting yourself See, a lot into. of people do. And that's what I like. Um, yeah. Very few um, celebrities, guests, anyone that we yeah. have, have it's, and this is funny because we can, like, even yeah. normal people yeah. like us can relate to, have actually played it. Yeah. Like, we've had Crazy. maybe one or two people that are oh, like, yeah. oh, no, we don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. most people know <laughs> that game. Absolutely. It was a Sunday tradition. And now really? nice. wrap your hands around that. Nice. So what we do on the show is pretty much we'll read off the face card and then we'll give you four options. If you need us to repeat any of them, just let us know. So the face card is, dude, you've got to go to space. Blank is awesome in space. (laughs) So I can think of a lot of things. Your choices are getting hashtag me too. This boring ass white bitch from work. (laughs) Goddamn Karens. The persecution of Buddhists by American backed government South Vietnam. That's for the Saudi Arabia crowd. And a butterfly to a cow. What was the last one? Stapling. The last one was stapling a butterfly to a cow. Okay. (laughs) I'm ready. Which one do you think? I like B. If I'm going to space, I want to take this born white chick with me. <laughs> yes. you know? That's my that's mine. Is it's like so take so what you can I, get. I agree with you. Is that <laughs> you've got to go to space. This boring ass white bitch from work is awesome in space. <laughs> well, Zero gravity, her whole game changes. You know, like come on. That's why Richard Branson was up there last week. Maybe he took some born white chicks with him. Oh uh, yes, just <laughs> no, last week. Maybe Jeff Bezos will. Actually, Jeff Bezos is taking some old white lady with him. <laughs> never, oh. yeah, yeah. She never got to go to space. So he's, t- you know what? It makes sense. We just pushed this. We just put this all together. He's taking <laughs> Ethel, the boring ass white woman, never got to go to space, to space with him. And he's also yeah, taking yeah. an eighteen year old. He's taking like an eighteen year old and like a ninety eight year old. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a band of people in space. <laughs> like a band. He looks at both of them because it, it's the woman and the young guy, and he goes, "You do know I'm freshly divorced, right?" Yes, yeah, freshly. freshly. You're up in space. Freshly, you gotta go. Like, <laughs> as Tim, as a motivational speaker, what do you say? <laughs> Kudos, Kudos to you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Cheers to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you know, he's gonna have a good time. That's what I know. Yeah, <laughs> and and Tim, I, I was thinking about this. I, what, what would be hilarious is if they ever put a movie together and they got stuntmen together, like like you yourself, you know, whoever else does stunts, and they do basically a movie where it, it's called like the movie is basically like a cheap production movie, but that's the premise of the movie. And what they do is like, let's say they they bring you in and they go, okay, look, Tim, here's the way it's going to be. You're going the stunt double for Chuck Norris. And they have you get the long hair like Chuck Norris and the beard. And you stunt double for Chuck Norris, but it's such a cheap production that they can clearly tell that you're not Chuck Norris. And like, as the action, like, as he gets kicked out the window, you just see him and someone just goes, that's not Chuck Norris. Like, what what is this? That's good. Hey, listen, man, if enough people hear this, somebody will write that script. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. like people want to see ridiculous comedy like that so people want to see stupid they want to see stupid stupid. that's right blood 
And, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, it's funny because we we used to do a local TV show called Happy Hour TV, and I told Matt, I was like, you know what it was? Yeah. Hold on, I just remembered. White chicks. Oh yes, you white chicks. Oh, yes. Yes. I think there was a yeah. dancing scene, and the 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 stuntmen or the, whoever clearly yeah, did yeah, the choreography yeah, yeah. of the dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't them. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely and, not them. It, it's funny because I I told Matt earlier I was like you know if we had enough money if we had a sponsor and you know we were actually like on TV or something I'd rather do this as a TV show and have you on as a guest and it's like we could actually do skits like that which would be hilarious and it's just kind of like okay like it, it's the crow. But uh, it's Tim underneath the crow makeup, but he doesn't have long hair. <laughs> but he's just it's the crow. I'm doubling for the crow. You're just kind of like, that's not the crow. What's happening? Well, I'm, I'm going to put it out here today that I can see that happening. And all <laughs> between it is some resources. I know that you can find the resources. So yeah. I'll be on with my crow. No, it, it, it could be called Stuntman. That, that's that's stunt exactly man. what it could be called, a Stuntman. And it's just this whole, it, it kind of like, it, what is the movie? This is the end. If you ever watch that, and it was kind of like the parody of like a horror movie and you had Jonah Hill and just all those guys in it. And it was just ridiculous the whole time. And that's just the whole premise of the movie. And like, you get these like crazy cameos, like from different people that you're playing as a stuntman as, but the whole role of the movie right. is you as the stuntman. But this company is such a low production crap company <laughs> that every time the stuntman is just kind of like, this is never going to work. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Well, I, I, like, I think that's like the, in yeah. comedy. Yeah. I, I think that's the best part about it. Cause I've seen a couple of movies where they, uh, they actually use the footage from the stuntman when he's like zipped away from the zip line and you yeah. can see it and you're like, yeah, that was fake, but it's funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch closely, no matter how big the production is, sometimes it's like, oh, that's pretty damn obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like it's like a movie and you have like Scarlett Johansson, who's the black widow. But the stunt double for her is like Mama June. And it's yeah. like, you clearly know that's not her. And you're watching the movie, you're like, wait. <laughs> the stunt man wait. is Big Mama. <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> I see right through you, Marvel. I see you. I think it would sell. I think it would Hell sell. Yeah, it would sell. Now, now, Tim, have, have you ever, uh, have you ever, aside from stunt doubling, have you ever done like any actual like, you know, kind of like acting yourself in any of the, the movies? Because we yes. know you do the stunt work and like uh, what what role stands out to you that you were able to act? You know, you know, it's, you know, you know it's it's interesting that you asked that question because my background is acting. Uh, I mm-hmm. went to, you guys are from the D.C. Maryland area. I went to Duke Ellison yeah. School of Performing Arts. Um, oh, okay, yes. sweet, yeah. yeah. As a theater performer, yeah. So acting was, was my heart. Like that was at my core and my transition into stunts was because I had an acting background. So the guys that put me in, put me in because they knew that I could perform on camera and perform the stunt as well. So I've had a chance to do quite a few stunt acting jobs. I know this is going to sound crazy though, but I'll tell you the one that's most memorable and because it's recent. A couple of years ago, I got a chance to do a lifetime movie. Oh, nice. Nice. And you guys know that when you do a lifetime movie, you're stuck with the women going. Oh, yeah, it goes up. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was McAdam. Just go to Connecticut and bump in the coffee house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they just sit there and they go, wait, it's that guy from that Lifetime movie. It, 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 
for the title. Hell he yeah. was in a Lifetime movie. Look, look. Lifetime movie, baby. Aaron, and I, I know he was in a Lifetime movie. Like, I'm it, telling I you, guess. everybody from the mail lady to the cashiers <laughs> and everybody in between. Like, oh, my, oh, my God. You were in that movie, A Sister's Secret, weren't you? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I've done all types of stuff, and nobody remembers any of that. But this is a Lifetime movie. Is that what it was, please tell me that's what it was really called, A Sister's Secret. Yes. Dude, it, guys, you got to go watch A Sister's Secret, okay? And that sounds like a porn title. I'm sure my wife already has. I'm already <laughs> a, It's not a porn title. Tim, I'm with, I've already actually researched this. <laughs> you got to watch And I got to play the villain in the movie, too. Oh, nice. So, nice. Yeah, so I got to be the bad guy. So it's really, really memorable. But when you watch the movie, it's pretty sick. But it's a Lifetime movie. <laughs> hey, that that kind of takes us back to the beginning of the episode. We're taking a ranch. Yeah, yeah. We're taking away the ranch. Like, <laughs> with Sylvie, it's like it's kind of like Loki's right. secret. That's really Loki as a woman, and he's in love with himself. Well, but no well, one's addressing this. <laughs> well, I, I, see, I'm going to appeal to his yeah. actor size. See, the great thing, and, and how you can tell who great actors are. Um, like I'm going to just throw out there a name like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. There's another guy I'm thinking of, where is like. They're good actors is where you love them one and then like another fucking movie that they're in. You just hate them. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. how you can tell yeah. a good actor. And that's the thing. If they can it's play like a good like you go villain, from face to heel. Right. Like, if you, you can, can tell that, good. that is, yeah. that's just yeah. fucking gold right there. Yeah. If they can make any movie good. Like I watched Morgan Freeman. He oh. was in this, he was in this movie about, I don't know if you've seen it. But he, all he was was in a grocery store with like Sema Hayek. And oh, it was just him and Sema Hayek like, for like I, two I hours in a grocery store. And it was tremendous. Yeah. Like, he can make anything good. Oh, yeah. Read the alphabet and it's good. Right. Well, that's how you tell between good actors is like they're, they're jump roles like oh, that. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you can play a good role, like you're like you're, you're like this awesome, you're like the poster boy. <laughs> and then you jump to like, God, I really just want to murder him. Yeah. That's what defines <laughs> good acting. Yeah. And, and I couldn't agree with you anymore, man. It, it's a it's like in anything else, there are levels, you know, like yeah. you could be LeBron James or you could be the you know the, the six six man. Yeah. The DiCaprio, the Denzel Washingtons of the world, Denzel, you know, the of the world. I mean, yeah. they're just on another freaking level. And, and Will, Will Smith, Smith you know, awesome. we talked about Will Smith earlier. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith yeah. is just incredible. His range going from just being an inner city rapper to yeah. the way he's developed and cultivated his skill. It's just incredible, man. They're yeah. on another level. I mean, all the movies he's done, and it's crazy that this day, everybody in the new generation are experiencing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, it's yes. insane. And that's not even when he reached his peak. That's not even him at his peak. Absolutely. We're seeing that now, like it's just insane. Like you know, and, and you know, our, our our podcast, like we talk a lot about wrestling. Like, as you said, like it's one thing to be able to go out for six to eight months and have the people cheer you, and then that instant where you sit there and it snaps and you turn into a bad guy, and you're able to make those same millions of people all over the world boo you at yeah. that instant as you made people cheer you. That's magic. Like, you know, and that's one thing that actors and wrestlers and, you know, theater performers and all that, you know, we all share that yeah. same emotion of being able to drive that. Like, have you ever went to any, yeah. like, let's say 
screeners of any of the movies and just seeing the crowd's reaction. Because I know during Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, we were cheering, we were crying, we were laughing. Like it's insane the, the whole time experience for you know certain movies. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm talking about the theater experience for the premieres. So you're right. talking about the people who were involved in the production and they're still emotionally moved by every second of it. And they know the script from the beginning to the end, but to watch it on screen and to see not just the actor's magic, but the editing work and the music work and just how it all comes together to make the project work. It's, right. a, it's a thing of beauty. I is bet that it is. is. I really bet that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a freaking thing of beauty. And you wonder sometimes, like you're shooting something and you're like, man, I can't wait to see the <laughs> yeah. product. It's like, yeah. what is this going to look like? You're just like, setting on fire. <laughs> and maybe jump over a pool of sharks. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. What, to is, what are you going like to do? How is this going to look? Yeah. I'll tell you a movie that I can't wait to see come out along that line. Uh, actually, Ray, it was the film I was working on when we were trying to get together earlier in the year. Uh, there's going to be a film, a Netflix film coming out soon. It's going to be called They Clone Tyrone. Okay. Wrap your hands around that. I don't think I got to do And it's uh, Jamie Foxx, John Boyega. You know, so it's going to be an all-star cast and another yeah. great dude. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. You're talking about another person with incredible range. Yes. 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 Do anything, right? Anything. Yeah. And when I tell you guys, he's the most humble, chill, down-to-earth guy at this stage in his life. That you like, like, he right. that kind he of guy. He seems like that. Yeah. I've said yeah. that before. Yeah. Like, I bet yeah. he's really down-to-earth. Dude, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you know, I've been blessed to be around a lot of guys that, you know, consider to be top-line, A-lister kind of guys. He would be telling a story and they'd be like, all right, let's go. And he would run on set, shoot the scene. And a lot of actors that they're being nice to you, they don't come back to finish the story. Like that was their opportunity to get the hell away from you. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, they'd say cut. He would come right back to the circle and be like, all right, where was I at? Okay. So then this is what happened next. And I mean, he's just amazing. And I, I got to share this with you because it, it stuck with me. He was telling a story one day. And he just looked, and this goes back to Matt, what you were saying about everybody's regular people. And he said, and this was before Jamie Foxx. This was before, you know, Jamie Foxx. I was out on the block. I was doing this. I was doing that and doing that. And he made it so clear that Jamie Foxx is the product. It's not me. You know, this is my ultra ego. This is the person that I use to entertain the world and to make a living with. But outside of that, you're just talking to the real guy right now. And uh, that's the type of person he is. It was so super cool. And, yeah. you know, it, it's amazing that someone like Jamie Foxx can do that. And, you yeah, know, it, we're, we're, we probably have like maybe a couple of minutes left and then we're going to let you get out of here, Tim, because we're running up on our hour. Um, what, what all do you have coming up? And where can people find you in case yeah. they're listening at home, watching at home? You know, uh, where, where can they find you? You know, of course, IMDb, you know, look up Tim R. McAdams. You'll see whatever movies he's stunt in, starred in, his Lifetime movie. Yeah, it's probably better that people notice you from a Lifetime movie than an Investigation Discovery show. Absolutely. <laughs> Just imagine that. Oh, well, you murdered Susan. Like- Absolutely. <laughs> hey, one, of, one of my first on-camera roles was uh, as an adult was working on America's Most Wanted. Like, I didn't want to be remembered. Nice! nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're just like, no, mysteries. 
I'm not the guy for real, guys. I'm not. It wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They, they said that, and, and that's the thing. You get this. You get like Carl, and Carl's just like, "That's the guy from America's Most Wanted." I'm calling. I'm calling John Wash personally right now. What's John Wash's number? <laughs> what is it? Give I'm, it I'm getting my reward. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me. Well, the, the answer to your question is easy, though. On all your social media platforms, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, IMDb, it's all Tim, Tim R. McAdams. I put the R in there to separate myself. There's another guy out there named Tim McAdams. The R separates me, baby. So uh, if you put Tim R. McAdams out there, you can catch me on all that. My website is Tim R. McAdams uh, as well. As far as projects that I just finished up, I usually take July off. I just got the opportunity to finish uh, working on Stranger Things, which a lot of people are really oh, excited nice. about. Nice. So I got to do a stunt acting job on that, which was a, a lot of fun. Got to get killed real fun, like nice headshot. You know, you're going to get killed. You had to kill me, kill me hard, you know. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Kill me right. You know, so that was that was a good time. Actually, Samuel Jackson's got an incredible uh, movie that's going to be coming out on Apple TV called Memories. So I had the opportunity to work on that over the last oh, couple of months with him. And uh, Samuel Jackson is just another phenomenal guy. You know, I, I got a chance to work as his driver uh, quite a bit in the show, you know, stunt driving through the city and stuff like that. We were driving in live traffic. And I mean, he just was the coolest, coolest yeah. guy on the planet. Also with uh, Samuel Jackson, I don't mean to like cut you off, but like, no, please. His, his background, like from where he started, like oh, I, oh, I heard he was yeah. like, a, was he addicted to drugs or something like that at some point in his life? Yeah. And he's just, he's propelled, he's like a household name. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like and you know Samuel Jackson. Like I don't know what the hell you're smoking. With but. with Sam, and I, I know it's probably his gimmick in movies, but does he say motherfucker in real life <laughs> as much as he does in the movies? Like I feel like he said it as much in real life that they just made it a part of his life in the movies. They're just kind of like he's gonna say it anyways. We might as well. It's in his contract. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he enjoys cursing. I mean, you know, <laughs> and I don't mean yeah. to prolong everything, but just like, uh, so like again, that's how you can tell good actors. Like, I, no shade or anybody thrown towards like someone like uh, who's guy Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, love the guy, but he plays basically plays himself. Yeah, he okay. plays Deadpool. He's played Deadpool in every and, movie uh, and he's not done. Being a dick, and I love him. Not yeah. being a dick, love him. He's a good yeah. actor, but it's like, like I said, the range. Like you got these real motherfuckers there that yeah. are out there, like motherfucker this, motherfucker that. Like, okay, well, we're going to take this guy, yeah, yeah. and we're going to put him in there. <laughs> like, so you get people like Samuel Jackson and stuff. Like, but like I said, the guy's got so much range, and if you knew the background he came from you'd be like god this is like a it's like a fucking cinderella story yeah absolutely and he didn't like really become yeah. famous until he was really old you know it wasn't like he got in the game right? like, yeah. like, yeah. he, yeah. yeah. he was already yeah. lived half his life well he was he was still kind of getting going when uh what was it die hard with a vengeance that was one absolutely. of the first movies right. i remember yeah. seeing him in was well, die think, hard with a vengeance well, i think he did that he, then he did like i uh, see him that I was around the same era as pulp fiction i think yeah, pulp, fiction. Well. Like, yeah. Yeah. pulp fiction like pulp yeah. fiction he told he told me a story about that die hard and he was and i'm not going to tell the whole story because it was kind of his hard names out there that i probably shouldn't mention but bottom line was he was talking about how he had auditioned for another role and didn't get it and it was against another actor that we know very well. And that movie flopped. And he ended up getting casted in Die Hard. And Die Hard obviously blew up. Nice. Uh, you nice. know, he was, yeah, so he was like, you know, 
F that movie, you know, I ended up going die hard and, you know, I made it. So <laughs> I mentioned that movie because he credits that movie to being one of the biggest breakouts for him. Nice. Nice. I, I loved him in that. That's how I got introduced. Cause I, I grew up a big Bruce Willis fan, you know, as a kid, my dad watched a lot of Bruce Willis. Yeah. Movies, and I remember Die Hard with a Vengeance because the first two were a little bit before my time, but Die Hard with a Vengeance was as I was getting a little bit older. And I remember seeing him in that. And then it just kind of carried on from there. And, um, you know, of course, everybody, Tim said, you know, find him as Tim R. McAdams online. Um, we will be back what, next week. Of course, next week is our coveted. Of course, we had to reschedule, but next week is the showdown. If oh if, if he shows up again, it's gonna next happen? week will be Psychrates going, going face to face with Al Snow. Psychrates will address his no, heat. On the phone, I would Former WWE and ECW superstar Al Snow. Almost, I think Psychrates said that right. it's been, I told Wayne five years from, the years from the date of one day after that, from when Al Snow in Pennsylvania. So he will be able to sit down. We will have Al Snow, who will be our special guest next Sunday, right here on the Happy Hour Podcast, live on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. For everybody watching us on Facebook Live, thank you for tuning in. For everybody tuning in on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, San, uh, else Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. And, Saudi. and also, everybody over in Saudi Arabia. Everybody in Saudi. We're yeah. coming. Thank you for joining us. How do you say goodbye in Saudi Arabian? How we do you say? We will see you guys next week. <laughs>